Hi, everybody. How are you? It's Charlie Barons, your fearless host of the Cast podcast, presented by Jolly Good Soda, Colleen Maraca. The fearful executive producer. Oh, stop <laughs> it. Kidding. I'm fearful. kidding. Jeez, Louise. You no. always say that. You say, I respect and fear <laughs> you, but you say that after you say something very insulting right to my face. <laughs> I go, respectfully. Respectful. Respectfully doesn't just absolve you. Does it? Does does respectfully it's just absolve like, you of whatever you're gonna say? No offense, I think so. but yeah, exactly. It's the new. It's the it's new the no offense. Two, wait, twenty twenty two. That's the year version yeah. of no offense. No offense. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited for our uh, our podcast today. Got a very dear friend of mine coming on, Chesty Washington, who she is an incredible comedian based in Milwaukee. First time I saw her it was a show I think my brother was doing. Uh, maybe some months ago, and Chastity was headlining. She headlined for us at the Green Bay show at the Resch Center, and she hilarious, she hilarious, killed it. Yeah. I mean, she is she's so good, uh, and and she's also a teacher in Milwaukee. So I thought it would be fun to come on and talk about you know the Milwaukee comedy scene and what it's like because you know Colleen we've we've talked about this I, I one day I would like to get like a club here and uh comedy club and also like an incubator you know so because uh, I don't know if you feel like this you've seen a bunch of comedians you're in comedy mm-hmm. you're doing improv here but I feel like there are a lot of comedians but maybe not a lot of them are able to like fully utilize the social media tools that we've yeah. kind of been doing so it'd be cool to have like a space where we could just offer the easy things that people need to get up and going and also just have a bunch of people around for ideas you know right because i feel like some of our best ideas like you guys were saying in your podcast is like on the fly yeah being yours and taylor you're talking about taylor's sitting right here too taylor yo calmness oh he's in the intro attention uh taylor you want to give a uh, little tease for next week's podcast with you by the way Oh, you know, we had a very casual conversation about life before and after kids and my book, which is, uh, you know, very exciting. Oh, he's plugging the book again. (laughs) He'll plug the book next week. Get his book. All right. But um, anyway, back to uh, the Milwaukee scene and everything. It'd be cool to just have like a club like that, you know, where people can... our best ideas come when someone brings an idea and then you can riff back and forth, right? Yeah. What were you saying about social media, though? I'm, you oh, kind of lost me there. Oh, it just sort of like, you know, uh, any comedian these days, in order to sell out shows and everything, or the easiest way, not any, every comedian, but a lot of comedians use social media, podcasts, they use um, Reels, the videos, tic- yeah, 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 TikToks, all that. So, And we have so much expertise because we've been doing it for a long time. But... Um, and by expertise, I just mean we've been doing it a long time. <laughs> we don't really know what we're doing, but we can give people some pointers and help them like kind of build their thing. I right. think. Yeah. Maybe I'm just crazy. I don't know. No, I, I like that being considered a TikTok expert. Yeah. Well, you're you're an yeah. expert. I, I <laughs> yeah. kind of. I no, don't, you, yeah. You, you, I learned from you. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, I guess so. And I was like, take this off. My <laughs> like, I hate dear this God. crap. But it is it is tough because being a comedian is so hard and doing it consistently. And I mean, that is a full time thing putting your your stuff up on stage it takes a lot of time so the last thing you want to do is be like oh now i need to build this whole other thing yeah so like how you should be focusing the comedians should be focusing on like what they're doing not the 
how to promote it. Yeah. Is that what you're kind of saying? Yeah, kind of how to promote or like, it. Or also how to do, do it a easier. whole other thing, which is like make videos, you know? Right. Or a whole other thing, which is do a podcast. Right. Unfortunately, the we're in that era, you know, yeah. where you kind of have to do that. So anyway, I, I would I talked to Chastity about yeah. that a little bit, just seeing like what she thinks the Milwaukee scene needs because she's someone who's seen the Milwaukee comedy scene for 20 years, I believe she said. Yeah. Um, I mean, take Chastity, for example. She's an amazing comedian. She's been on BET's Comic View, HBO's Def Comedy Jam. Uh, she's been in Just for Laughs, you know, and, and to get to that point as a comedian takes so much work. But then to think like, oh, now the game has changed and now in order to you know get your stuff out there you got to do videos and, and even just the minutia of like editing it and putting captions on it's exhausting yeah. Yeah. you're exhausted doing it <laughs> you mentioned captions and i'm like Ugh. i well yeah. i know and that's the thing i'm lucky enough to have you guys yeah. uh to help me out doing that i don't have time to do it i don't no. know how they would so if we could like yeah. develop this incubator space or whatever just to uh, you know, I think it'd be fun too, because yeah. then you get all the, all these hilarious comedians together. You get to be creative around other creative people. Yeah, and I think that'll yeah that'll prove for better content. Prove for better content and and collab together. You know, I'm in your video, you're in my video. Yeah. Anyway, I I that's the big dream here. But yeah, because she's. I feel like when I saw her in Green Bay at your show. Yeah. I like I don't laugh out loud a ton. Yeah, unless... never doing my stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do. Yeah. Uh, but like it's really hard. Like if I'm watching something being now that I'm like working for you and editing and stuff, I'm more critical rather yeah. than just like consumer. I noticed. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> and but I saw her stuff. Yeah, you were. When tackling. I saw her, I was like, it was so funny, and so I feel like a lot of people probably could relate yeah. to her. The stuff she was saying it was just very funny. Yeah. So. And, and the, she brings in uh, being a teacher into it a lot. So, yes. you know, everyone has kids or knows kids. So or she, has been to school or was or, a teacher. Yeah, or, yeah. exactly. Super yeah, related. Very funny. So anyway, excited to talk to her. We didn't have a ton of time with her, which was okay. my only um, uh, uh, regret for the uh, podcast. Uh, she had to go and then I had some technical issues. I always have technical issues. Yeah, I did. Did you really? Yeah, what I happened? really did. What do you mean? Do you, you didn't think tell I'm me. lying here? You didn't tell oh, me. Oh, no, 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 no. Tech issues in that I couldn't get my computer to start. It was, my computer was being wonky. I had oh. to clear out my computer at, after this because I was 10 minutes late. Oh. And she had a tight timeline. But we got to talking a lot. Oh, and okay. I enjoyed it. So I thought this was your way of telling me now that, <laughs> <laughs> that the, on, it's going to be a rough edit. On recording, you're like, hey, <laughs> no, this is going to be rough. It's tough. I'm doing all of it on the road, yep. you know? I'm burnt out. But anyway. We had a good weekend this last weekend. Yes, we did. The Riverside shows. Milwaukee. I can't thank you enough, Colleen. Can't thank you enough. And Max oh, enough. Yeah. Max Larson, John Barons, my brother, Dante Williams, the Merch King, Bridget Barons, my mom, uh, Molly Barons, all the, the Cripes Inc. team has just been amazing and helping me put on that special. So I can't thank you enough. Thank it was you. crazy. It was like, that was the first like set I ever was on. Oh, that was your first film ever. Set. Anything, yeah. That was how'd you like? So that? cool. Yeah, I I was like blown away by what everybody did. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of people. A lot of people, a lot of moving parts. It was, it just was like I've never experienced that before. Yeah, directors, producers, gaffers, everything, electricians. Like the fact that I don't. I, when did you show up on the first day? Uh three thirty. I th was every like the stage set up at that point. Uh, there was a lot set up, yeah. I like didn't realize that that's what goes into it. The amount that goes into just like rigging up the jib 
and all the cameras and uh, you know it's it's pretty wild you'll figure it out when you leave us to be a big uh, movie producer one day Colleen <laughs> no and then we got uh Ohio shows coming up yep Ohio coming up Dayton Columbus uh Cleveland Cleveland, Cleveland. Uh, yeah, rock and roll hall of fame yeah F- football is football hall of fame is in Canton my mom's Canton. Canton, so that's yeah shout out Janet Rock yeah <laughs> <laughs> She'll be so excited. She texted me. She's like, get me on the freaking podcast. I've heard you enough. <laughs> so yeah, anyway, Cleveland. Yep. Yep. So that is all coming up. So check it out. Cripescast.com. Also follow Cripescast, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. What else do we need to say? Anything? Um, Rate the podcast. Do we still do that? Do that. Yeah, we can probably do. A f- <laughs> I don't have a fan thing right now. You don't have a, a No, I don't nice have one ready. Do you right. want to? I'll just look real quick. I'll just look and see if anyone commented. A nice thing. A nice thing. I'll take a mean thing. I honestly Ooh. like reading the mean things as long as they're not too mean. I say that now. Let's see here. What's the last one? Listen to Charlie. Seriously, I'm not joking. Oh, they said for a good time. Listen to Charlie. Seriously, I'm not joking. That one's nice. Uh, cool. That, that what are you I'll looking take. on? I'm looking on uh, the Apple thing. This oh. is from uh, Edit JD. So. Thank you, Edit JD. Thanks, Edit JD. Well, there we go. That's, that's some that's some audience interaction right there. That's sweet. Yeah. Keep doing. Keep uh, rating the podcast. Keep leaving those comments. We'll <laughs> yeah. read them right here. We're almost at a hundred. A hundred comments? No. <laughs> almost at a hundred episodes. Oh, that's, yeah, that's right. A hundred episodes. That's pretty. That that's in. a long time of doing this podcast. Yeah. And I feel like it's getting better. I th- I like you having in the intros. Feel like it gets better as it goes. Let's go. I like just not talking to myself. Yeah. Sorry about that thump. The uh, the house is under construction because I, I bought a fixer upper. Tell you that right now. In the midst of arguably probably the busiest part of your life. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, let's just redo the whole house. And then you you're know? like, let's make a wood shop. And Look, I'm like, one well, the wood thing shop, at that's a time. For my, that's for my hobby. But um, okay. no, we had to redo the house because they said it was, quote, literally held up by a bird's nest <laughs> so the, the 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 front porch was about to fall in on which so. we literally were, like would sit we on we would sit on a lot yeah, i know yeah and big billy was up there too <laughs> yeah. he was out there a lot you know yeah ha- having himself a cocktail and whatnot so yeah <laughs> anyway anywho i told him about that he's like what he could have easily yeah. Well, I mean, that railing definitely was not. Re- all right. All right. It's all fixed now. It's fixed now. now. It looks it's great. now. It was an insurance nightmare. Here is my conversation with Chastity Washington. You are an absolutely hilarious comedian. You opened over at the Resch Center in Green Bay mm-hmm. and you crushed yeah. it. It was so funny. Thanks. And a lot of your comedy revolves around you being a teacher. So I guess like, let's start with that. How long have you been uh, teaching? Um, it's been off and on since 99, Okay. Mm-hmm. And always in Milwaukee? Always in Milwaukee. Yeah. And are you yeah. born and raised Milwaukee or did you move to Milwaukee? Yeah, I'm from Milwaukee, born and raised, right? You know, <laughs> North 35th street, North off 35th. of center, right? 35th and yep. center. Nice. Nice. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's, um, mm-hmm. that's, uh, what, what's the best place? to get food around 35th and center it you got don't isn't there uh there's is big daddy's right over there no that's 27th isn't oh, it 27th yeah yeah but i'll travel i will you, travel yes okay actually let's start with this i didn't expect this interview to go there but um best places to get food in milwaukee go okay 
Big Daddies, Perkins. Um, Wait, Perkins. Oh, oh, um, Mr. Perkins, Perkins on Capitol. Okay. Yep. I I see. Yep. That's that was the clarification I want. Yep. Yep. Yes. Been there since, gosh, the fifties or the sixties. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, Ashley's Barbecue on Fifteenth and Center. Yep. Speed Queen Barbecue. All of this. All of this barbecue in front. Yeah, I, I'm um, noticing a pattern here. <laughs> Big barbecue sadly, person. Sadly. <laughs> Here and there, I don't eat it all the time, but when I do, I you know, I, I'm I'm going there. Five o'clock steakhouse. Um oh, yeah. right on twenty fourth yeah. uh in state. Oh yeah. some yeah, yeah, I know. Man, please. That's the best lobster mac and cheese. You will fight someone, you will slap someone like Will Smith, you will eat. <laughs> <laughs> this lobster mac and cheese. You hear me? Yes. It's yeah. worth every dime. So would you consider yourself a, a foodie then? A little bit. A little bit. I'm I'm you know, I because I don't get to go to all the places I would like to. I'm I'm way too <laughs> hungry now. So so you born it born and raised in Milwaukee and um and what did you always want to be a comedian slash teacher when you were growing up or or what was the childhood like? No, I was, you know, I was the, I was the silly kid. I was the class. <laughs> I was a, a subtle class clown. I put that, put it that way. Cause I wasn't trying to get uh, in trouble, but I was the person that went from table to table. Like I would quietly, you know, go in, in front of a group of kids, eat a crayon and walk away. You know what I mean? <laughs> and they, right. <laughs> and they did, by the time they look up, I'm already seated. You know what I mean? And, um, I would memorize uh, stuff that I saw on TV, so commercials, and I would do voices from you know different stuff, and then I do it at school. I remember uh, getting Kermit the uh, Kermit the Frog's voice, and then I would do you know uh, do it at school. Oh, and, nice! Uh, Can you still do candy. Kermit? Can you? I still... can't do Kermit now, yeah. man. I can't. Songs about rainbows? No, I cannot do, <laughs> <laughs> do it now. I, I remember a commercial. Um, do you remember Bonkers Candy? No. Oh Bonkers? yeah, 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 yeah. And they would they would do that like the the fruit would drop on people like it was like the awesome taste of Bonkers Candy, right? <laughs> and it and, <laughs> and it sounded like a beer commercial. I thought that was hilarious. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so that kind of stuff. I would do that and impersonate people, and you know. So, and it was subtle. I would, you know, I wasn't trying to get in trouble or get kicked out or anything. But you know, I was just cutting up, you know, here and there. You know, are, so, are yeah. you are you saying this just in case any of your uh, students listen to this podcast and they're like, you said you were the class clown, so I'm the class clown. <laughs> Every day, yeah. Every day, Charlie, they be oh my god. They was like, we heard you as a comedian, Miss Washington. Like what? And you was funny. We watched your clips. I was like, did you? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Did you, the ones at the church or the other? Ones? You know. So, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, man. Yeah, I, you know, I know. Uh, I'm catching some of that back. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I'm getting, mm -hmm. I'm getting some of that back as a teacher. Um, with some of the stuff I see, but the kids are really, um, they're frustrating, but a lot of them are so funny for no reason. The stuff yeah. they hilarious, like their personalities are big. It's, you know, it's, so it's cool. Now, um, so when did you uh, decide to, wh where'd you go to school? 
Would you go to school in Milwaukee too? Yeah, yeah, I went to um, uh, I went to Roosevelt Middle School, the arts. Was my mother will cheer, and you know, Oprah went to school with me. No, she. <laughs> um, and I went to Washington High School, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I went to uh, play basketball. Went. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh awesome. Okay, mm-hmm. her goal. Come on, all, all uh-huh. day. for life, all day. Um, yeah. Then I went to UW Parkside uh, in Kenosha, played basketball uh, there. Yeah, you played ball. Yeah. Huh? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. And did mm-hmm. you decide to go right into teaching after school, or what inspired you to do that? Um, it just kind of happened. It, it fell in my lap. And as I look back, you know how you ever have moments where you, you connect like, oh, that's why that happened. In high school, t- like for two summers, I went, they had a free trip. First, the first time I went, they were like, hey, why don't you go to this teacher camp? They're like, this is my like sophomore year. Yeah. And I was like, well, I was trying to just do something for the summer. And we were in lacrosse. We were at UW lacrosse. Oh, no kidding. Right. Yeah. yeah I'm looking and, at um, the so river I- right now. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And uh, I spent my my sophomore and junior year um, at something called Teacher World, where they taught us how to be teachers. I was just going to get like a vacation. I was just trying to kick it and meet, you know, uh, kids from across the state. Yeah. Uh, but learn how to be a teacher in the in the passing. Uh, so uh, and then once I finished, it was getting out of school. Um um, I got hired. I got hired by uh, MPS, the public school system here, um, and and there went. So once I got out of school, I started substitute teaching. Nice. And did you kind of fall in love with it, or did it just was it just something that you kept doing? Um, it was. It came naturally, which was kind of weird. It was like I knew what to do when I didn't know what to do. If that mm. makes sense. Yeah. So it was. It was. Um, it just kind of, I remember my first day going in, I think I was at like Webster middle school somewhere, um, schools that aren't even, that don't even exist anymore. And, um, and I just knew what to do. I I can't describe it to you. I don't, I don't know how it just happened. And yeah, it just, it just kind of happened that way. It was the same thing kind of with stand up too. Like my first set I ever did was on campus at college in college. My best friend signed me up for, uh, a talent show uh, in the union uh, at Parkside. And, and she signed me up without me knowing. I was, everybody kept saying, you should do it. And I was like, I'm scared. I'm not doing that. I don't know anything about, you know, I love stand-up, but I wasn't, you know, um, trying to do it. I wasn't trying to pursue it or anything like that. And um, and she signed me up. And so I had to go up and do a seven or 10 minute set or something. Uh, and yeah, <laughs> so yeah. it just kind of happened. And yeah. you have you been doing it ever since consistently since then? Yes. Yeah. And what is the scene, the Milwaukee comedy scene? I mean, my you know my brother obviously he's yes. he's uh, hitting the open mics and it's got um it, it's from my perspective it's got a real strong scene of like and by that I mean there are a lot of open mics and mm-hmm. there are a lot of opportunities on that front. I don't think right. there's as many opportunities for. Um, book shows and all of that. There are definitely some, but maybe not as many as like LA, New York, Chicago. Um, right. How do you, what's the scene like from your perspective, being in it and seeing it grow uh, over the years? Um, it's it's awesome to me to see the change. You know, I know what it was at the end of the nineties and into the early two thousands. And um, there wasn't a whole lot of places to go 
um, there and then everything was real segregated and it was, you know, if it was stuff on the, on the, the urban side, it was on the northwest side of the city and then you had stuff that was, you know, um, on the east side or with the comedy cafe and things like that. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it was, you, uh, you had the safe house, Lord bless Tony Miller, um, where you could go every week and work out. And then I think there was a couple other one or two sprinkle somewhere um, open mics that you could go to that you could actually get on. It wasn't a whole lot, you know, um, and to see it flourish and grow and watch um, where it is now, all the young comics, the, the catalyst, like the, 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 the cast of killers, those, those young folks from, from some years back that, that uh, planted some great seeds. And um, then you look at, you know, uh, Matt Kemple with Milwaukee comedy and, um, and just having it flourish. Marlon Hill, uh, who has had a, his own room and own club for, you know, 20 years, you know what I mean? Um, it, it's, it's awesome to see. And then for them to bring in, you know, the um, uh, Milwaukee Improv, which is really the Brookfield Improv. Um, it, it's great to see. Because I remember when we had like four clubs here. Yeah. You know, I, I like they had two two major comedy clubs on like South 27th Street when I first started. Yeah. You know, and, and those have those went away. And there was that one club that was under the strip club, I think, too. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, Jokers. Yeah. Jokers. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That's yeah. not there anymore. Um, no. But no. <laughs> there's just something about telling jokes with, uh, you know, the sound of stilettos overhead you know yeah exactly whole time right (laughs) smell the glitter yeah yeah i mean (laughs) smell the glitter it's a great line uh where do you think the the scene can go where would you like to see it go from where it is right now um I think it's I think it's limitless. I think that it can be turned into um, you can do series. You can take the comics that we even have now and people continue to to evolve uh, meshing where comics that other folks might not see all the time um, get the opportunity to be uh, placed somewhere. The other comics that other people don't get to see all the time and and putting putting it in on a. Uh, a, you know, like a national stage. I could see that as an easy uh, YouTube series. Yeah. Or some, yeah. something to that degree, a streaming series, like um, where, you know, like a, a showcase and then have it be uh, folks from the city. I think it would be awesome. Yeah. And, you know, then the, the work and, and possibilities for, uh, there's a lot of talented people, you know. So many a lot talented, of talented people. Folks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's evident at every mic I've, ever gone to you know i go check out uh john set or whatever see you know mm-hmm. ton or you know avery or any or you you know and yep. um and it's just it just the talent from just a straight up stand-up perspective is incredible unfortunately these days it seems like and i'd love to hear your sort of opinion on this or like what sort of the comics think about that but you know it's tough to get shows without a social media following, or it's tough to headline a bunch of mm-hmm. stuff without a social media following. Is that a mm-hmm. big frustration in like the scene that you kind of, for better or worse, need that to like, to go farther? Do you wish that wasn't the case? Do you see opportunity there? What's your thought on that? Um, I mean, 
because I, I've, I've had to make the adjustment and I'm still making the adjustment now. Right. Yeah. Um, because I came up before, before that, before mm-hmm. Facebook, before, you know, all of it hit, you know what I mean? Like it, you had to, you had to get out and, and give out flyers and that's how you found out about stuff. Um, when I first, when I first started, I think it, I think it does make a difference with your visibility. I've learned that, you know, like, Hey, you got to start, this is the way of the world. You know what I mean? I, I remember, I think it may have been like maybe 2012 to 2013. And I was in Chicago, uh, jokes and notes. And I remember uh, my manager, Mary talking to me about um, hey, you got to get a fan page. You got to do this. You got to do that. And initially I was like, I hate this. I'm not doing this. You know what I mean? Like I um, I had, you know, I was maybe 15 years in by then. Yeah. So that I was like, what? Like, you know what I mean? But I, 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 it made sense how people were, people were building these, these major fan bases just on, oh, this is my Facebook page. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so um, I had to take a look at that and I was like, wow. And I, I know comics, uh, put a lot of effort, you know, for me, I look at things a little bit different. I don't necessarily want, I don't want to do what everybody's doing. You know what yeah. I mean? So, right. Yeah. Well, you know, the deal, we got the ads, right? Yep. I want to thank Jolly Good Soda, best gosh darn title sponsor around. Uh, great soda. Check them out. Jollygoodsoda.com. Also want to thank the loot trading company. I love Duluth Trading Company. We've had them in a bunch of the videos. Their stuff is warm and it's uh, sweat wicking some of it. It's comfortable and it's very practical. Check it out, uh, DuluthTrading.com. And finally, if you want Midwest stuff, Ope shirts, watch out for deer, uh, keep her moving, all made in the USA, koozies, fanny packs. Fanny packs, we got those in. Check them out. Yep. Cripescast. If you want to get the book, go to mantuakman.com. We're do back we have in that linked on yeah, we do. Cripescast.com too? Yep. All right. So it's all linked on cripescast.com. Yep. Check it out. And back to the show. Back to the show. You've got such a unique perspective being a teacher. What school are you at right now? I'm at a, a charter school CTA over on the northwest side of the city. Mm-hmm. And at, how long have you been there? This will be, I'm going into my fifth year. Fifth there. year. And you've done, mm-hmm. you've done MPS as well and, and the charter school thing. And, and what, what's your mm-hmm. thought on sort of like, there's so much politics around like uh, Milwaukee public schools versus charter schools versus this and that. What, what's your thought on, uh, on all that? Um, I mean, I don't know all the, the individual arguments and fights. Um, I just know, um, I know when I worked in the public school system, uh, it was a absolutely well-oiled machine. Mm-hmm. Just absolutely, just every, you know, across the board, uh, great professionalism, people that were in education because they were there to be in education. It wasn't just something to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and, the, and the same with even with the, this charter school and uh, other charter schools that I've worked at. Um, people that work in education, aside from a few here and there, a few sprinkles, um, people, you, you don't, you don't do that unless you, you're supposed to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not just cause it ain't, you ain't going to be, you're going to, you're not going to be fulfilled. It's yeah. not going to, it's not going to work for you. You're going to be miserable. Um, if that ain't your thing, cause you're going to be like, I hate this, you yeah. know? Um, so 
I can't say for now. I don't know because I haven't. I left NPS in like '04. Sure. Um, when I, you know, stepped out and just, you know, just started doing stand up and and uh, when I started doing stand up, but I was already doing stand up and acting and, and working in radio. And um, so I haven't been. I don't know what the complaints are. I don't know what, you know, um, what is not being done well. If that right. makes sense. The biggest thing is about. Um, giving these children everything that they they need and deserve education wise and doing the best that you can do operating in excellence as best that you can and and, and giving them what they need to get mm -hmm. that's that's what it's about yeah yeah and you you teach obviously so many different kids so many different lessons what are some lessons you think that they have taught you over the years kids always teach me not to take myself or life too seriously <laughs> Right. Like to just to smile, mm -hmm. just to smile. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just to be able to um, the joy of like right before spring break and we're on spring break right now. Thank God. And <laughs> it was <laughs> it was scooter week. Like I have, you know, scooter week uh, at different times during the year. And when I tell you to have a, a, a you know, 25 kids in a gym screaming their faces off with scooters and pushing each other in full force into walls is the greatest thing and it's wonderful or playing with a parachute as simple as you know 15 20 kids on a parachute they i don't care if they're in high school they scream and holler and laugh and they it, it's a, just a joy amongst all of them i don't care the, the toughest kid the meanest kid love the parachute and then they go under it and, yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like <laughs> it's it's crazy so that part they they teach me to um you know to to always to keep my joy to smile um they also one thing and i and i and got to put this on my heart quickly with them is to forgive quickly which is something that i'm always trying to teach them because mm -hmm. kids will do something um one day just something really dumb head you know like what's wrong with you why would you do that and the next day some of them expect you to not still love on them does that make sense mm, yeah. and so the next day it's the same love good morning sweetheart how are you i love you how are you you good okay don't forget what we talked about yesterday you know mm. what i'm talking about yeah so I mean, yeah some uh, i think like a lot of adults can uh you know learn from you know, you just, there's so many, I mean, look at the world today. There's so many grudges yeah. going on, you know, one yep. grudge is yep. starting uh, World War Three. If Putin just had a better teacher back in the day, you know, uh, it could have been a different world, you know. Man, if somebody could have just rubbed his little, the top <laughs> of his little bald and head and just pinched <laughs> his little cheeks and said, sweetie, <laughs> hug him. Somebody <laughs> hug him when he was nine, you know. Yeah. Hug him. That's it. Sometimes you need a hug. You need somebody to touch your shoulders. Like, it's all right. You little mean <laughs> self, your little mean groove. Look at you. It's all right. It's your mad ass. Come on now. Right? Yeah. Shoot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What um with with uh your teaching, you bring a lot of your teaching into your uh comedy. Do you have um, an underlying goal of what you're trying to deliver 
to the audience sort of like an undertone in your comedy or is it more just this is the funny stuff that happens um it's yeah it's always an undertone um just flat out some of those things that i just said and also just um to like acknowledging kids because we always wanted to be acknowledged like kids have all kids are always um seen and not heard a lot of times Mm. right um but also acknowledging like hey we go we go through this but these kids are brilliant Mm -hmm. right like they're funny and this happened and they did this and then the humanity of it where it's this is everybody's story if it wasn't you it was somebody you went to school with yeah you know what i mean like that the for me it's the it's the human Everything about school, all of us have been kids. All of us have been awkward and a weirdo in seventh grade. We all have been a tearful uh, uh, seven-year-old, right? We all have been a too cool for school 17-year-old that thinks they know everything, right? Mm. Will say something inappropriate, think they're already an adult, you know, that kind of stuff, you know? So, yeah, so the the humanity of it... um, is what it is for me too. And then just love, just, you know, just love in general. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Where, mm-hmm. um, where do you hope to take, um, your comedy? Like what would be sort of the dream for you long-term? Um, I, I want to do, a, I want to do a lot, Charlie. I can't mm-hmm. act like, you know, my background is in theater, right? My degree yeah. is in theater and I'm, I'm a playwright and, um, so I would love to to tour with my stand-up. I would love to tour with my stage play. I have a one-woman show. It's not funny. It's like a dramatic play. It's like yeah. a, I, I, do, I do eight different characters, um, and they're different women from different walks of life, different culturally uh, back cultural backgrounds. Um, so yeah, so I want to you know I want to tour with the stand-up. You know I would love to do Broadway at some point. Um, and then also just cre- uh, create, I have some, uh, you know, some, sh- some sitcom and pilot concepts, uh, you know, that I've, that I've written. Yeah. Um, so I would like to, to do all of those things. And yeah. historically people would go to Los Angeles or they go to New York, they go to Chicago, yeah. um, but really LA and New York to pursue those things. I right. think that it's, it's possible to develop that in the Midwest, especially now in the age of social media and the age of um, you can sort of create anything from anywhere. I think that's possible in Milwaukee. Um, but you being more in the scene than really I am, do you think it's possible to create that? And if so, what is needed in Milwaukee to make a, a scene like that flourish where you could start getting those things off the ground right here? Um, I, I just think it's it's really the 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 push. I think it's I think it's here, but that those those industry folks that we know in LA, those industry folks that we know are in New York, um, you know they they'll poke their head in right, and they'll poke their head in, but and they'll they'll stick around in Chicago. They will stick around in LA. They will stick around in New York and even Atlanta. Um, but it, that it needs to be like, okay, there's backing and there's money. Mm -hmm. Right. And then there's the push to get this thing out and get it out nationally and internationally, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Um, 
there's pockets of things and pockets of like really uh, uh, awesome, awesome folks and awesome, you know, artists. But it's a lot of times people have to leave um, to get the uh, exposure and to get the, the the backing per se, whether it's management, whether it's an agent, whether it's, you know what I mean? Like where they, they literally have these type of connections, you know, and I, I've been blessed that I, I really got my chops here and I got my chops in Chicago. Yeah. You know, and, and working through Chicago, thank God for for Mary Lindsay and and jokes and notes. Um but it, it changed my life where it opened me up to so many other, you know, avenues. You know, I to get to do, you know, uh, Montreal just for laughs in 2013 yeah. and to to uh win the American Black Film Festival HBO Wings in 2015 and to to be an NBC diversity finalist in 2013, those things happened through Chicago. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and, you know, doing Def Jam in 2007, you know, that all of that was through Chicago, through Jokes Notes, through Mary Lindsay. So, so you know? Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's a great point. Like, what is, does Chicago just have the infrastructure that Milwaukee doesn't quite have yet? I think it, I think it's, yeah, infrastructure, foundation, time, uh, resource. I think it, you know, the the time goes back so many years. I, you know, whether it's the theater, the theater district, whether it's Second City, whether yeah. it's Zanies, whether right, um, there's so so much. All jokes aside, back in the back in the late eighties and the into the nineties, like that, uh, it's a hub. Chicago's a hub, mm-hmm. you know, and um, it's not that we don't. We don't have the we don't have the artists, so we don't. However, it's just the size and the scale of it, and the 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 possibility of it um, is 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 larger. Yeah, you know, not that it can't happen here, because I I believe that it can, in some capacity. But the the oppor- the, the chances for opportunity, um, sadly, I think are larger outside. Aside from um, like what like everything that you're doing, you you have absolutely taking yourself but i know that you've gone you've done la and you right yeah, and you come yeah. and however so but you had to to do that i had to had to go and work in new york i had to go and work in chicago and do la yeah. right yeah um you know so you it is sadly it's a part of the process and i think that we can't get to that place though yeah you know? yeah i, do. I would mm-hmm. certainly like to because i feel like i mean just again going to the mics there's so much talent in the comedy scene. I mean, you go to uh, like the high note for uh, mm-hmm. for karaoke, and you're like, "Geez, these these are these singers are absolutely amazing." Uh, there's a theater <laughs> group here. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not even yeah. g- gonna sing there because I'm like, I'm not. I can't hold a candle to the, to what's going on there. But there's so much talent, and you know, I kind of toy around with like myself, like what what could I even do to like maybe like help set up some sort of infrastructure i keep coming back to if if we can help people develop their social media and like get really really talented funny people who are already talented funny to like harness the social media maybe that mm-hmm. can develop a few more like of the bigger social media things and then uh or accounts or people and then it can kind of grow from there but i'm right. mo- i'm more so picking your brain as I, I don't think i have the answers i'm just I, I just am throwing out possibilities on it so it's yeah it's great to hear you know your perspective on that it's kind of like a 
a work in progress, I guess. Yeah, I, I can see, like I said, I feel, I feel the same way. There's so many, um, so many talented comics. And I think uh, with the, the possibilities of, of this thing and that thing and this thing, like I looked at, I, I don't know, you know who Ryan Holman is, right? Mm-hmm. You know who Ryan is. And Ryan created his, uh, his late night show and it was fire. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's absolutely fire in a, you know, uh, a studio loft like downtown. Yeah. It was absolutely amazing. And so seeing those types of things or the uh, sketch shows that people have done, comedy sports, the, um, you know, tall boys and, you know, just all of that. Like it's, it's so, so many possibilities. And I think if, if it could, you know, collectively be that, that is a, that is a network that could be literally be something that's like, Oh, all of this is straight com Milwaukee. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, and yeah, I, I think it is kind of maybe even connecting those minds more or whatever yeah. and, 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 you know, putting a lot of minds together on it. So, which I guess is what we're kind of doing right now, you know, just yeah, right, exactly. BS exactly. about it until something comes out of it. So something's gonna come out of it, though. Yeah. We're talking, about, you know yeah. what I mean. And then somebody like like the like the comedy festival, what Matt Matt Kemple does with Milwaukee comedy and the Laugh and Tap. I think the possibilities are, are right there. Yeah. So where can people follow you on social media so they stay up to date with with all your stuff? They can follow me on Instagram, Chastity C H A S. Small titty at the end, T I T Y underscore Washington. Uh, and they can follow me on Facebook, um, Chastity Washington 37. TikTok also, uh, I don't do much, but I got to get better. I'm improving. Yeah. Um, so, same, Chastity uh, underscore Washington on TikTok also. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, yeah. thank you uh, so much for jumping on and talking, and the conversation will uh, will continue between us yes we got it we got to collab you and i too we got to do a couple videos or something together yeah and i gotta i gotta pick your brain yeah i got some questions for you right i need right yeah some wisdom now come on over to uh the place come on over to the house whenever and we got all of the equipment there and all that so come on over and, and hang out just hit me up whenever you you're free for sure yes sir and congrats on wisconsin state fair Oh, thank you. Yeah. Playing the state fair. That's when you know you made it. When you're doing jokes next to the cream puff stand, you have made it in Wisconsin comedy. So, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yes. Well, Chessie, it's really, it's been a pleasure and uh, would love to keep the conversation going. And uh, okay, I'm not going to do a long goodbye. You got to get going. So I'll let you go. All right. Love you, man. Thank you. Love you back. Be good. And that is it for this week's episode of the Cripes Cast. Make sure you follow Chastity Washington. Colleen, do you have her? I think it's just Chastity Washington, isn't it? Chastity underscore Washington. Chastity underscore Washington. Follow her on Instagram. And uh, yeah, and go go check out some of her shows. She lists those there a lot. So go support her in person. That's the best way you can uh, you know, support a comedian is to just see them in person. See mm-hmm. them do their craft. And of course, where can they follow the Cripescast? Follow Cripescast at Cripescast on all platforms. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, everything your hearts desire. Yeah. And we'll see you next week. Tell your folks I said hi. Bye-bye. So roll out the barrel and get the band brewing. Life's got you down. Just keep her moving. 
It's on Wisconsin, the Badgers say it's the old Wisconsin Jubilee. You know, sometimes when you're ice fishing, you put your foot in the walleye hole and go ass over tea kettle and you think you're done. No, you gotta keep her moving. 